My heart is leading, and I'm under attack. A Star Wars fan fiction, written by Black Cat, and read by God of Laundry Baskets. It is rated teen and up, with pairing Jango Fett slash Kit Fisto. Raucous laughter sparks along Kit's nerves, sharp and mean and taunting, and he grimaces as he surfaces from the depths of unconsciousness, the taunting voice slowly sliding sideways into words. It takes a moment to make them out, another to understand them, but... Finally knocked him out, Fett. Tired of a pretty thing all over you. You could always hand him over. Get carked. The third voice isn't taunting. It's tense, sharp, with a warning edge, and Kit feels an arm wrapped around his lower back tighten faintly, feels those cruel presences pass, laughing with each other, and then Fett's a breath, a careful exhale. Kit's head feels vaguely like it did that time Qui-Gon got him drunk on honey wine from a very specific plant on a very specific planet, and it's not overly unpleasant, but it's rather alarming, especially combined with the fact that Kit doesn't seem to be wearing much more than his breeches, and even those are rolled up to his knees. He's also plastered face-first against a human's chest, nose practically buried in his shirt, and he has no memory at all of how exactly he ended up this way. Awake, that sharp voice says, and the arm around his back doesn't move, but the hand curled over his hip loosens slightly. If you go for my belt again, we're going to have problems. Not the entertaining kind, I assume, Kit says, and his throat is dry, his voice scratchy. Carefully, he lifts his head, and every one of his tentacles feels overly sensitive, enough so to make him wince as they shift. There are pheromones in the air, attraction, and low-level arousal, but he deliberately shifts back, regardless settling on the bare durocrete floor of some kind of drunk tank with a faint grimace. The last clear thing Kit remembers is dinner. He finished his mission and stopped at a food stall, and the owner recommended soup, and then nothing. Quite the soup, Kit thinks wryly, at least for an Atolian. Unless you think me breaking your wrist is entertaining, Fett says. But despite the violence implied in the words, there's a flicker of something that's almost concern as he eyes Kit. The Mandalorian armor is a surprise, but Kit's heard of Jango Fett by reputation, and he's absolutely certain that the man's reputation doesn't include anything like this. Justified, likely. Kit says wryly, and settles on his knees, wincing a little as his tentacles brush each other. That's a less pleasant side effect, apparently. Hesitating, he looks Jango over and then says, You have my deepest apologies, if I intruded in any way. 
Django looks sour, but there's a curl of pheromones around him that are anything but heady, sharp, dark with want, and they send a shiver through Kit's tentacles, ripple down his spine. He has to catch his breath carefully to keep from showing a reaction. You were drunk, Django says. Drunk and handsy. I can handle one tipsy natulan. Drugged, Kit confesses, a little wryly, and when Django's gaze snaps to him, narrows dangerously, he raises his hands. Involuntarily, I assume. Whatever was in the soup I had, I believe it could be marketed as an aphrodisiac for my species. Some of the tension eases out of Django's posture, and he huffs. <laughs> Perks of exploring Outer Rim worlds, he says gruffly, when he catches Kit's wince as he shifts, suspicion flickers over his face. Hey, did you- before they tossed you in here- Kit chuckles, shaking his head, and then regrets it as his tentacles ache sharply. No, no, my friend, I'm fine. I never suffered through a hangover before, but I believe this is the equivalent. Your head tentacles? Django asks, frowning, and when Kit inclines his head, he huffs. Then quit criffin moving. Come here. Not about to turn down the invitation, since Django apparently doesn't object, Kit slides closer, lets himself be pulled down against Django's chest again. A hand gathers his tentacles up and he hisses, but holds still as Django wraps a length of cloth, that's probably his cape, around them, then settles them against Kit's back, and it's better, like dulling a sense, and Kit breathes out in relief, resting his forehead against Django's shoulder. Thank you, he says. That is much better. Django grunts, but his hand presses flat against Kit's back, stroking right over the spread of his silver markings. Thank me with dinner, he says, offhand like Kit can't feel the heat and want that hum, low-level but unwavering, right beneath the surface. Kit chuckles, enjoying the brush of Django's fingers now that he can focus on it. <laughs> Looking to repeat this experience, he asked, amused. It's cute you think I need to drug you to drive you out of your mind, Django retorts, and his fingers dig in, just faintly, as an image rises. It makes Kit's breath catch, makes him shiver before he can help himself, and Django smirks, all smug intent. Kit lets him keep it, if only for the moment. He'll be able to prove that he can hold his own soon enough. The end. Thank you for listening.